Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back, organizers, to The Lucky Die. Previously, Lafian urges caution. Raoul pushes a plan to help the Dragonborn kids. Squash offers a choice, and Zoltan drinks away recent images. Raoul meets with the Dragonborn to help their efforts, and delivers a message from Rose to Caden. Shortly after, Hope, the timekeeper, visits Raoul to gift him vials that will help him hold off the effects of his sickness. And Squash comes clean to Demi about what he has been holding back. How cool is the igloo house? How is Kythea's quest in Kino going? And what could be possible with the stolen dragon leaf sap? I guess you're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. are currently in the temple and you've just spoken to Hope who has just basically dissolved from view. Um, Squash, at this time, you had your conversation with Demi closer to midnight-ish. Okay. The others are somewhere nearer to dawn-ish. She's gone to sleep. What are you doing? Why would you drop this on me and not like mention this up front before we started recording? <laughs> because I love the look of panic on your face. <laughs> Like, you guys have the game I provide, this is mine. I get my enjoyment from watching the panic on your face specifically. Because then it wouldn't be improv. It's it's so mean. It's so mean <laughs> that you wouldn't prep me for this. Um... <laughs> Actually, I honestly didn't like talking as Demi. I don't know until I put my mouth what's going to uh, come out, so we'll figure it out together. I think um, I already had my long rest, so... I think Squash mm-hmm. just has to sit around. He has to wait until the the anti scrying person comes back. So I imagine he's practicing something. What would Squash be practicing? His go fish cheating. No, he's already mastered that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, he didn't. All three of you found each other out. So I don't know. Um, uh, Squash is. Yeah. Mm, playing around with leatherworking. Uh, so he's trying to multitask on that front. He's trying to use a mage hand to like hold and stretch against him so he doesn't need like a working table for it. And he's just kind of like okay. practicing, just keeping like finesse of his fingers going while uh, trying to concentrate on both magic and uh, very fine details. Okay, I will accept that. That's a good use of trying to figure out your 
new upgrades and stuff. That's good. I love it. Is he doing that thing um, that the kids do in school where, like, they're flipping a pen, like, around their fingers and everything like that? <laughs> Meanwhile, a uh, magic hand is, like, slowly dragging something. It's just doing a yeah. lot of things. <laughs> no, the magic hand's doing the finger th- pen thing. Uh, I get you. Sorry. Uh, the worst. <laughs> okay. No, that's great. Um, uh, okay. So, about dawn-ish, what do the three of you want to do? Because you're the one that has the person who can move around and be like the anti-scrying tank or a buffer person. What do the three of you want to do? You're currently in the temple. Um, The Dragonborn kids have kind of sorted themselves out with the extreme heat. And I'm going to say that all four of you, no matter where you are, you are noticing that the heat is getting far, far more intense now that the sun is kind of beginning to peak up over the horizon. Um, What do the three of you want to do? Okay, um, I think I'm ready. I think I did everything I need to do. They seem like they're going to, they've already been looking out for each other, so I think they'll be fine. I'm going to go and talk to Trempel. He knows how to get to the island and, <sighs> yeah, perhaps I can actually Get them to come help. You can um, update them on our progress and show that we're actually accomplishing things. Maybe that'll give them that little bit of an oomph to actually do something. Are you actually going to Demarius? I think that is probably the best idea. Trempel Trempel took us all there last time. He knows the room. But he is quite busy now. He took over the Witches Society. Huh. Better than the last one. He is much better in... Well, he is... He is absolutely in charge. I think he separated it out from the rest of the Witches Society here in... In... Discora. I think he's made it his own thing now. Um... Well, if I know anything about him, he's probably really busy, which means he probably wants to get away from that. So he should probably be fine with going in that. <laughs> <laughs> That's Lafian. Lafian is losing. That. <laughs> I mean, that is a pretty good point. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's going through um, like a whole pack of bubble gum in a single day now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, moment, like one per hour. Uh, or whatever chewing gum uh, is in this world. In a pack a day. <laughs> I dropped the habit for like a month, but oh god, I just had to break it back out, man. <laughs> I'm on 20 a day, I chewing gum. This is nicotine gum. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Oh, I have uh, the thing that you needed um, to get you to the place much closer in, in Bellum. And she pulls out this this small bracelet um, and it's a small chained bracelet of gold and you can see that hanging from many of the links are very small stars and suns and moons Um, and she passes it over to Ral. It was hers and she was very attached to it from what I gathered. This should get you much closer to her. Okay. Um, I don't exactly know what I need to be doing, but it will, uh, we'll figure it out. Whatever it is, you're going to be fine. 
Okay. I also need a lot of the bones for something. <laughs> I don't exactly know what or what kind of bones. Okay. We can look into bones. Um <laughs> Do you want not kind of bones? Do they can they be any bones? Can they be chicken bones? Like from dinner? I don't know. Well rat bones? There are lots of rat bones. <laughs> I can get a lot of rats. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they were definitely not rat bones. <laughs> they were definitely not chicken bones. They were sentient people bones. <laughs> well. We'll have to figure out who to ask about all that later. Just ask Emil. I'm sure he's got a bunch lying around. That is true. You could ask Emil. I mean, they might not be lying around. They might be. (laughs) That's how magic works. It's just any bones. It doesn't have to be anything. No significant bones. I don't know. Or maybe significant. I don't know how the magic works. Perhaps you should ask someone with a lot more magic than us. Yeah, like the two people we left behind. I would assume the bones would be special somehow because you know. And also, like, how do you make it not consume your bones as well? If the spell needs bones, you know? What if you, like, lose an arm and a leg or something? Magic is scary. Uh, it It is a little <laughs> strange. The rules don't seem to make sense. Like, like, for one spell, you can use this twig, but for another spell, you have to use blood, and another spell, you don't need anything at all, and it's very confusing. And you, and she points at Lafian, you can cast spells without doing anything at all, and I do not understand that. What the they're, fuck? they're not spells. That's, that's why. It's not spells. It's magic. No. But... It's brain power. She like leans over Terrell and in Draconic she's like, Is is that his fancy way of saying it is actually magic? Uh, it's it's scary like magic. That's I don't know. It's it's all the kind of the same to me. Okay. They say okay, it's different, so okay. I, you know. Well, okay. It's, it's still scary though. I, I'm I'm with you, it is all really bizarre. I was much yeah, happier before we had lots of magic in our life. That's very uncomfortable. Okay, well, I'm going to go speak to Trampel. You'll get that to whoever you need to get that to. And I will try and um, I'll try and rally the people of Demarius to fight the blissful eclipse in the form of the gin. Yeah, no, just, you know, no pressure. I got this. At least a couple of people to keep him busy, uh, you know. If you're going to be doing that, sorry, um, 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 I need the world map. Where is the world map? Uh, It is on my desktop. (laughs) It's on my desktop too. I forgot about that. Um, You don't have a desk, (laughs) Lafayette. Was it? Yes, he does. He has one in his bedroom. Back at home in the tree and bit. I mean, yeah. Remind me. The, the the guy that we uh, interrogated, he said that there was another site that Dachin was using. Was it Saluville Bay yeah. or was it? It was Saluville Bay. Um, no, it's one just slightly north of that. Um, Alpha Nazir. Um, Alpha Nazir. Yeah, yeah. Alpha Nazir. Okay, okay, that might be important then. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, Neil, cut that part out. Yeah. Um, thinking thinking about it, actually, <laughs> if you're going to be <laughs> recruiting. Uh, Hopefully recruiting the other Dragonborn and whatnot, and uh, with any luck for one one and all of that mix. Um, 
Afanizir, I'm pretty sure when we interrogated one of Dachin's men that that location is one of his nests of fuckery. Uh... It's, it's, and like Laffy oh. pulls out a map out of his bag, it's like, it, it's right here, and points to it, and it's like, it's, it's up towards the north end, so your people could probably get to it feasibly. Oh, look, there is a bee here, <laughs> which is really close. We could probably get to that. Just, a, just a thought, if your people wanted to, you know, be proactive in, uh, foiling Dachin instead of waiting for him to pop up. Although he does do that very well. The dragonborn boats might be still close. That is true. The um, they might as far as I teleport. understand, um, the dragonborn boat, the one that brought your two friends and the elephant lady and her orc uh, daughter, mm-hmm. um, they were just heading up back home. Oh, and okay. also these um, um, these uh, there are two um. I'm sorry, I've lost the words. <laughs> and also that came with them, there were two cobots. They seemed very well built. They came <laughs> with them too. I'm sure they can have some fun uh, if they get the message to maybe go mess around a little bit. <laughs> they are currently with the, the elephant lady and her daughter. They are looking after her. Okay. Um, good luck in Berlin. Please be very, very careful. Yeah, I know. I'm. Yeah, there's probably plenty of people I put there. Um, there's plenty of people that a lot of us put there. And if you could find me, then, you know, maybe they could too. Anyways. Just. I'll be careful. Um, I beat them once please. in a fight, right? <laughs> the thing is, well. Um, when they die in Bellum, they become more like the demons. It is not a fun experience to go through. You lose a lot when that happens. And if you kill them and they die again, they could pop up anywhere. They could pop up back at the vortex. They could pop up really close to where you are on the other side of the plane. But they will be different and perhaps also stronger. So please, please be careful. Oh. Okay. So try not to do that. Got mm. it. I grew wings. It was cool. Wow. Sorry, what? Um. What? 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 Nothing. <laughs> Here. How many times did you the, die? Take this to Uranwa, and uh, he gives Emma the egg. Egg. Yeah, I'd oh, say yeah. he's about finished Yuck. with it. There's nothing else he's doing with it. He's been doing final touches for so long now, <laughs> just adding things like <laughs> just super shiny and smooth. Yeah. Uh, she she takes the egg and she looks it over and she says, "Is there anything you want me to tell him? Are you sure you should not be giving this to him?" Hmm. Uh, this, I mean. I don't exactly know how he would carry it back to Demarius. He doesn't exactly like wear a backpack around, so I just thought it <laughs> might be easier to give it to him while he's, you know, at his place. But okay, I will take it to him, um, and I will tell them about the place on the map, Afanazir. 
I will see if we can cause some damage there. Okay. Um, wish me luck. And Good luck. Stay safe, okay? I'll try. Uh, she she reaches over and she like gives you a big kiss and like nuzzles the end of your nose. Hugs. And um, none of you die either. And don't let the other one. Don't let Squash die either. I don't know how that would affect you over there. Don't plan on any of us dying. I I would not appreciate that. Okay. I'll see you when you get back. And with that, she kind of like tucks the egg under her like her cloak, and then she just kind of like scurries off um, fairly quickly. There's a euphemism in there somewhere about Raw giving Emma his egg. Yeah. <laughs> Step one: make egg. <laughs> I did that. You did that. Took step, a while. You gave it to her. Step two: Amos takes eggs. Step three: question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> what do you mean you never got this egg, Ruwanwa? <laughs> Where is it? Amos looks sneakily off to one side. <laughs> I don't know what happened to the egg. It disappeared before I got there. Well, what kind oh. of egg was that? It hatched. What do you mean it hatched? What? Just, I'm just imagining Ava receiving the egg and going like, wait, this is nothing like I learned in sex ed. Where did you get it? Ava is a wood. I'm going to stop all the potential jokes for this now. What tree is that? What, what wood is that? Is it special? I don't know. I don't no, know I believe this wood was the one way. that you got from... Uh, you got from the carpenter on board the boat on the way to Gear Right. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. the yeah. special wood you turned into a wand for Taylor's. <laughs> to like put their hands on the project as they could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Should probably go get the um, the others. Maybe right. Take a, take a break. Relax back at the basement till they're all recouped. Yeah. I we don't want to be spied on or whatever, so we should get back. Right, and uh, not not Gerald is looking kind of, kind of knackered. <laughs> Excuse me, I look fabulous. Um, you're sweating, you're sweating bullets, sir. I don't know what a bullet is, but you're sweating them. <laughs> well, um, pellets, I think, would be the closest example. Um, yes, it is rather tiresome having to extend my aura to cover the three of you, um, but. It is something I must do. And just as he kind of like stands up and is like beginning to walk off, um, you suddenly hear or you feel in the ground more like very heavy vibrations um, as come careening out of um, the passageway that leads into the temple, the one that you first came through when you went to this area. You hear like these two very heavy footfalls and you can kind of feel it in this like atrium area. And as you turn to look and see who's come through, the two very stacked, well-built kobolds from your adventures on the high sea just come careening straight into this area and kind of just make a beeline and jump right on top of Zoltana. <laughs> what? Oh my God. Did you say kobolds jumped on top of me? It's the Swarbolds, yeah. the two the two My best friends. Yeah. <laughs> I love those guys. I'm gonna get I'm gonna like I'm gonna start ra- I'm gonna wrestle in time. I'm gonna like put one of them I'm gonna put them in a head I wanna put it in one of them in a headlock and try like have my foot on the other one. Like it's gonna be some wrestles. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of like give you like this really big bear hug and then immediately, yeah, it just breaks into like full on brawling. Um, 
but yeah, they seem very stoked and very excited to see and to realize that you're here. And they both begin to talk very quickly in um, in Draconic, and then they just kind of switch to like this kind of much more improved common. Um, so it's much better than it was when you first met them. They're actually able to hold a few words. And they, they just turn to you and say, we are so luck you're here. We wanted to meet up before we... Uh, what is that? We know you aren't here long. We just wanted to say hi. Well, I'm so glad you came by. It's so good to see you guys. Yeah, you are doing good. And they kind of like do that thing where they flex their muscles and just like look at yours as if they're appreciating that something is like swollen massively. I, 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 I flex mine too. And I'm like, yeah, I get, you know, I get some gains going on. <laughs> you are um, God now? Yeah, basically. <laughs> They they kind of like stand back in between them. They begin to do like like the little golf claps, and then they just again like rugby tackle you down to the ground. Oh um, yeah! They seem very excited for you, and you 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 know a little bit of their language and the communication that the three of you had, and you could just tell they're congratulating you and ribbing you that they still managed to take a god down. They're very proud of themselves <laughs> for doing this. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do my best to pin those guys. So. <laughs> like choke slam, choke slam. <laughs> Friendly choke slam between friends. <laughs> you slam into the fountain, it cracks. Eventually, this wrestling finishes, and for those of you who aren't involved in this brawl, you're noticing that Jandariel is watching this just wide-eyed. You see the smile begin to creep across his face, and you can see him, like, his fingers, like, trailing over his loop. He's not playing any notes. You can tell that somewhere in his brain, he is writing something about this um so yeah that's what's going on with that um after a few moments um they eventually get off of you or you you get off of them um whatever whatever this works and um they say you and they indicate the three of you and also just use a hand motion to you know gesture somewhere of a similar height you stay here or you go that at us or case like Zoltana in particular or Oh, just the three of you. Just they're trying to talk to all of you. Oh. We we're going to be departing very soon. Like actually we were probably about to head out. They they look a little bit disappointed, but they, they nod. Um they say We're here small short time. Short time until Elazar goes. Then we go back. Unless, unless you need our help. We were just actually discussing about uh, getting all Demarius involved, but uh, there's a camp far up to the north that uh, needs some uh, proper muscle delivered there to um, aid in our cause. We muscle. So, big camp, small camp. Us big muscles, we can... Camp of magic can, people and bad people. Fla- oh. They look at each other a little bit like... Oh, we, can... we heard Lodge. Lodge would be good for us to help take camp with Lodge. Could try. That would be. That would certainly be uh, 
Yeah, the lo the lodge would like you. I think you I think you would do well there. Okay. The the camp is in we... Afanizia, for the record. Laughing pulls you out the map again. You can tell hundred percent. They just that just completely like eyes glazed over. <laughs> it, and they're just nodding as if like, uh huh. I totally understood what you just said. Uh -huh, he holds uh -huh. up map and points to <laughs> the location. They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're just right here. Nodding and smiling, like, uh-huh. Bad uh -huh. people, right there. And, and there's it, yeah. Uh, there's, yeah, uh-huh. Uh -huh. They look at each other. Um, <laughs> okay. We... Well, translate. We go lodge, and we'll destroy. Yes. Because we're strong. Right. They, pr they probably strong. have no idea where they are. No, I'm, sh I'm showing them on the map, but they, they're not... I don't... No idea. <laughs> the world is very big right now for them. <laughs> Much bigger than they thought. I'm still trying to grasp the idea of teaching, but it. it... <laughs> we'll go after Elazar ghosts, but good to see you, and we see you s soon. And good luck. Stay stronger. And they kind of do like thumbs up. Um, they give each of you a hearty thump on like either the arm or because you're much, much taller, roughly waist height. Um, Jandara looks utterly bewildered when they do this to him. Uh, but they, again, just thunder off. And you can see people kind of making a path around them as they just go off at a heavy, heavy pace. Um, all right. They are here. They have a good uh, heart in them, probably because of all yeah. the protein that they consume. Protein. Uh, all right. Some protein shakes. Um, you're actually kind of following them out as Jandariel kind of begins to lead you back to where you came from, back to a, a safer place. Um, as you find yourselves out on the street, as soon as you step into the streets of Falsam properly, the sun is overwhelmingly hot. It is that, oh crap, I need to start peeling layers off because I am so hot. And you can see a lot of people around are kind of like pulling out ways of shading themselves. People with magic are like creating like barriers above them to block out the sun. And you can see anybody who is out there is turning, is very rapidly getting sunburns. And as soon as you step out, you know yourself that if you are out here for much, much long, you are also going to burn. What, did the gods dying destroy the fucking ozone layer? Well, maybe the god of ozone died. <laughs> What's their name? Uh, do, you, do you have, like, an, uh, an encyclopedia of deities? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh... uh. <laughs> no, it's Fire Lord Ozai. <laughs> what? Wait. Oh. You're the worst. <laughs> I have many concerns. Um, Jandariel says, um... No, the weather is shifting between extreme heats and colds and winds. Um, this is obviously just a hot day. Um, as you are kind of like beginning to make your way back, I'm going to leave you guys there because Squash and Demi may do something else and may interact with you. So we'll figure out where you interact with them. Squash and Demi might turn up. Nailed Don't it. leave right, me out um, here too long. Squash. Oh, yes. The scales are molting. Uh, <laughs> no, you can't. We need an aloe quick. Well, no. <laughs> no. Get the aloe vera. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, as is Demi's want, and as you often, as you have experienced, Demi just kind of wakes straight up. Like, she kind of sits bolt up and she's just <laughs> awake. Um, that's just 
how's she do? She's not like me, takes an hour to get up in the morning. Nope, she's just fucking up and ready to go. Um, she kind of like bolts straight up. Um, and it is unbearably hot in here as well. Um, it is the point where like, it's just, just like streaming with sweat. Um, she looks pretty cool. Like, cause if she's comfortable with this temperature, it is definitely not comfortable for anyone else. Um, and she wakes up and she kind of like lifts her hands, looks around, she looks at you and she says, where is everyone? I kind of would have thought they'd be back by now. I would have thought the same thing, but uh, I guess they're up to shenanigans. I'm sure they're fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me, let me, first I'm going to eat something and then we're going to find out when Jadaril and the others are. I, I have ideas and she kind of, as she's saying this, she's kind of like sitting out at the table and she's bringing stuff out of her bag and she's kind of chewing away and she says, I might need to know where the library is. Uh, do I know where the library is? Yeah. Oh, do you, you mean know where the, like the library of Ogma is? The library of Ogma. Sorry, I thought you meant a library in this town. Um. <laughs> no, that got crushed too. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, the I know where the library is. Uh, Squaw says as he's like, he's trying to like put on a little bit. I, I imagine like as it got hotter and hotter, Squash like took off more and more layers. And now that Demi's awake, <laughs> he's gotten self conscious and he like puts on a new extra layer and he's just gonna like, shyly putting on. Uh, yeah, uh, she's not gonna notice that at all. She's oblivious. <laughs> hey V. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, didn't the Temple of Agma get fucking annihilated? The library got massively destroyed, yes. Okay. Didn't we did we not tell her about that? Mm, you may have, but she still wants to know where it is. Okay, I'm not going crazy. All right, all right, can, sorry. Yeah, you're not going crazy. Just because uh, no. I distinctly remember Marnak being like, "Yeah, the the librarians, the the all the orc libra- librarian guys." Yeah, they were like super dead. <laughs> Library super fucked up. Good job, Common. <laughs> Oops. Um, oopsie uh, doodle. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the library. Um, this is a general idea of where it is, but the last which is moot, which I may actually be the last witch's moot ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lynn's uh, Lament, yeah. Yes. Uh, no, probably not. I think they're probably going to do a bunch more when they get back together and when they figure out the whole thing. I mean, I know that Trumpella is doing a thing here and I'm super proud of him, but I don't know how well that will go down. I'm hoping it goes really well for him, but there'll probably be other witch's moots just probably not before, like, you know, the whole end of the world thing. So, yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh, so if Sorry, Lynn's Lament, yes. Yeah, if you had... I'm going to just say West. Uh, west from the mm-hmm. witch's moot. <laughs> west. West. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You come across the uh, beach, and uh, there, if you walk up it, you should be able to see a pillar if you're just keeping an eye out. Uh, now you're probably mm-hmm. going to find a crater after whatever happened. Yes, I am fully prepared for that, but I I need to know the extent of the damage. I've never actually been there. I know I've written stuff that's gone into there, but I haven't actually been there myself, and there may be something there that I could probably use to like fix some of the stuff that I'm doing. I just need a little bit more information about um, how to do things, so... Yeah, I just I, I would just want to go check to see what's left. They kind of burn in everything. If they have burned everything, well, you know, shot in the dark, I'll give it a go. But they did burn I, everything. I need a little bit more information to carry on. Uh, I have this book, and Squash is going to take the book on avatars, if I remember correctly, is the one that I had. Uh, the book on shielding? Shielding, was it? Mm-hmm. Was that the book the that... The one that Demi helped to write? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to cheer up the idea that not everything was destroyed. Uh, I'm not flexing okay, that I right. stole a book that you wrote. I am trying to bring a spark of hope of like, look, not everything got destroyed. Uh, yeah. Oh. Huh. Uh, she she'll take the book from <laughs> you, um, and she'll like flick through the beginning, and she'll flick through the end where you've clearly noticed like Emil's writing, <laughs> I guess. Um. Ah. Uh, can I borrow this? Uh, I know technically that you probably took it from the library, but this this has some basics in here that I well, I've never read the beginning of this book because I kind of flipped past it because it's all like oh intro this intro that, but there may be something else in here that I could use. Can I borrow this? If I understood the librarian correctly, this is the right way to do it. It will eventually return to the library. I don't know what that means anymore, but that's what they said. So yeah, of course. Thanks. Now, you wouldn't happen to have written Magic for Dummies Volume 2 while you've been away. <coughs> she looks up at you and smiles. She says, I don't know, have you read the last like three chapters? Uh, well, the like third to last chapter is just blank. And uh-huh. uh, the last two chapters, uh-huh. they're a blank. little bit... Sure. Like, I, I, I've, maybe I need to it's skim not it. Blank. Maybe There's I need things to, in there. Maybe I need to skim it again. Maybe, maybe, yeah. There's, there's other things in there too. They're just hidden from people who aren't ready to see them yet. And once you figure out how to see it, then I guess that you're probably ready to read them. Hmm. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, you, you go ahead and keep the book and shielding. Hopefully it will be useful to you. Yeah, yeah. As Aethor goes and deletes it from his inventory. His inventory is getting <laughs> yes. smaller and smaller. <laughs> My plan. <laughs> I took all your money, now I'm taking all your things. <laughs> Give me your lunch money, nerd. Yeah, uh, nerd. A book of avatars. Oh, great experiment in magic. What book is that? Sorry. Yeah, that's the uh, that's that's the one hundred one for magic. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's the one Debbie wrote. Yeah, that's the one hundred one for magic. Yeah, that's ah. that's the one that she and Donna wrote. Yep. Um, All right, just want to make sure. Okay. Um, uh, at this point, you hear. The others kind of kind of making their way through the bushes that are kind of surrounding the mm-hmm. entrance to this place. Um, and Jandario looks at the three of you and he says, Well, good luck on your travels and be safe. I'm gonna go have some fun with a certain Dachin and Common, whatever may that may be. Good luck. And if you need anything, just hollow and we'll see what we can do please don't die and also give them hell bellum <laughs> hellum yes hey. we'll give them bellum no problem <laughs> we just got to keep him harassed on the ropes make him slip up he already has thankfully Mesh exploit some of that no anyway good luck and with that, you see him kind of teleport himself away. Everything disappears into his navel. And you find yourself in back in the basement. It is possibly warmer here than it was outside. <laughs> hey, Demi, we need to... Um, Hi! We need to turn off the sun. So if we can go... <laughs> no, I don't really want to turn off the sun, Ralph. That seems like a really bad idea. We can, like, t- turn it down some... We go to a mountain. Squash is flipping through his magic book like... Put like an avalanche in a bag of holding and then teleport to the sun. We can turn this thing down. This is too much. 
Okay, so really the only way to kind of deal with that, and I, I know it's only like the sun has been up like maybe an hour or so, but the only real way to deal with that is to close the portal that has been made. And Appella's people are on their way. They managed to track where the portals are appearing and they managed to find this one. They are making their way there. They just need to make sure that they get the right thing to do the thing with. So like they're on it. It just needs to be patient and wait for them to do it. Or of course we can go off and do that. But I feel like you probably have a better thing to do, but I don't know. You seem pretty good at closing portals. So that's been kind of good i mean that's that's your options i mean we have some time you know before my predicted death and she kind of looks at ralph <laughs> you said a lot Arch of things has, I'm i want to say something first. no i'm trying to process <laughs> the fact that you're telling me that a portal is causing the weather patterns that are occurring right now well you know how like when the gods died they're creating portals right and then things went slightly weird in the world and then when we closed the portals things got slightly less weird in the world well once we close this portal, it should make things a little bit better. Okay. Okay. Right. We should get we, we should get going. I mean, yeah, we really don't have time to be taking a rest. I'm a little little tired, but it it's fine. We're just gonna be in that bio shadow. Yes. My my kidney feels much better, but my gosh, ow. I'm feeling great. I'm um, ready to go you, whenever you guys are. The only damage Zoltana <laughs> suffered was emotional damage. You, we're never going to talk about that you, again. Oh, I'm uh, going to bring you. it up all the time. Talk about what? Hmm? Um, I'm at like half you health. You notice that the... <laughs> oh my god, Ral. We haven't slept since the shadows fought us. I ran off immediately could, because it was hot and I got worried. <laughs> you could take a rest now. I mean, what you need to do is like curl up, take a rest. We could get you, you know, some tea and biscuits and we could let you have a nap and then you can feel better. I think going into um, literal bellum uh, without all of your... Um, I don't think you should go there while you're half, half dead. That makes sense. Are you talking about the wounds or just the general state of Raoul? I actually don't know right now. Somewhere in between. Yeah, I think you should rest up before uh, you I, leave. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't talk. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty messed up myself. Actually, I probably took a short rest. Did... We uh, while I was waiting for. <laughs> I was about to say you had like hours of sitting here on your own. You didn't rest. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I, I, I'll roll my hit dice now. Okay, so okay, we'll, we'll rest for like an hour, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. You should do that. And if you need to meditate to regain back some of your resources, then you should do that too. And and, and if anyone feels like praying to God, then it's, well, I'm, I'm someone's going to go. It takes that. more than an hour for me to recoup, but that's fine. I have reserves if needed. I have a friend who can make that much, much quicker. Maybe she'll learn how to do that. Sorry? Ah, I figure out when I get back. It, there are people who know spells that can make rests quicker than you know so that you can heal quicker like you you not that you really sleep but like i usually try and sleep for at least seven hours but the, i have a friend of mine who knows a spell that means i don't have to sleep that long and i still feel like i work up completely refreshed but that's a spell i'll have to learn another day yeah i, I don't really get much off of uh resting for such a short period of time i always heard that uh resting was seen as a like a sign of sloth from the elves. So I, I've heard this. Correct me if I'm wrong, Lafian. Uh, I've heard elves 
can't sleep, but they choose to trans rather. You would know that to be true. You know that Odette sleeps. I mean, you're not wrong. It's not really something... Bulgarum could sleep forever. Bulgarum's a dwarf. <laughs> and also oh, you meant more he can so. die. Okay, not that. No, no. Uh, yeah. Like many hours. Oh, I thought you were implying that it'd be fine if he just slept forever. Okay, no, never mind. No. Yes, we can sleep, but generally speaking, it, it's not going to do much for us. Yeah, I, I heard that it was like, um, uh, it was kind of like looked down upon. Is, that, is any of that true? I wouldn't say it's really looked down upon. It's just kind of a waste of time. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> like, um, I would like all four of you to roll a perception check, please. All right. Uh, One Good thing I'm in the fucking thing. Yep. Let's let's go with the top left of my screen. Lafian, what did you get? Fourteen. Cool. Raoul, what did you get? Um. Also a natural one, huh? A five. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, squash, what did you get? Natural one? Uh, is that one natural one's great. Uh, no, I accidentally rolled the. Sorry, natural two. Shit, I no, fucked that up. No, <laughs> I, I accidentally rolled with an advantage. I actually rolled the twenty-four. I blame the sun. It was too bright, and now all I see is those, like, you know, the orbs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Sultana, what did you get? Um, I got a one. <laughs> Cool. Um, that's really unfortunate. <laughs> uh, Zoltana and Ral, you don't hear anything at all. Um, Laughing, you become aware that kind of this time in the morning, you're aware that people are beginning to stir in the house. Um, like, you know, the sounds of people getting up, making stuff, um, you know, the bedroom that is kind of along a little corridor from here. You begin to hear more movement from there. Squash, you are very well aware that up this little corridor that leads from this room that we're in and mm -hmm. the room that is next to it, you become very well aware that there are three people talking in this room. All of you feel a very heavy wave of magic kind of just beginning to hit you um, as if someone with a very big magical presence is walking in your direction. But for now, they seem to have stopped in that room. Um, who are we? Oh, I better roll for Demi too. Who are we going to meet? No, you're not, not meeting anyone. You wait for Rao to recoup his wounds. I'm sleeping. That's why I didn't see anything. Ah. Uh, I also answer. the sun though. I'm hearing activity. Uh, yes, somebody very magical is moving about, or not moving anymore. Do you guys not yeah, feel this it? Yeah, not us. A lot. Do we need to be worried? Is there any chance I recognize this magical aura? Mm. Like how Demi has that electrical buzz. Yeah, like she has an electrical buzz because you're around Zoltana all the time. You don't feel Zoltana's buzz, really, um, but she does also have one. Um, I'd say that uh, you'd realize it's missing when it goes away, uh, Zoltana's aura. Yeah, yeah, you realize it's gone. Then um, that you also know that it is capable for people with great magics to suppress that aura. Mm -hmm. um, you know that Demi has done that a few times in your presence. Um Okay, I guess I'll just um, ask the, you... the question. Yeah, Does... ask, ask the question behind the motive, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does it feel like a sentinel uh, aura? 
Uh, does oh, it feel like, like when, we, when we met Kesa? Right. Okay. Um, no. All it right. does not feel like a sentinel. And it doesn't feel like a god either. I'll just give that to you. Okay. Um, thank you. Um, it doesn't feel like a, a sentinel. It doesn't feel like a god. It doesn't feel like... Uh, the the missingness of when Zoltana isn't around you. Um, <laughs> it is similar to Demi's, but in a degree, it's slightly more powerful. It's Kells. It's fucking Coleman is what it is. Uh-oh. It's, 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 it's time to, to, to duel one tiny person to another. Just eavesdrop. Gotta send them to the Shadow Realm. Them. Yeah, Squash, maybe do you want to... Drop the eaves. Sorry. Uh, I wasn't dropping no eaves, so <laughs> honest. Um, I, I, I don't know who or what it is, but they're very powerful. Uh, They're like Demi. Powerful magic. Demi. Magic powerful. Yeah, like this is... Is that Coleman? This... I... I'm... The thing is, I'm suppressing my aura a little bit in here, which means my magic is a little bit down because I don't want to set you guys on fire right now. Like, this is super comfortable for me, but I know it's not for you, so I'm trying to, like, tamper my magic down, which is probably why they may or may not have noticed me. The only way I'd know is if I got really close, but then at that point you'd know who they are too. Um, yeah. Just, or I could risk giving us away. Just give me a second. And Squash is going to go into stealth mode and uh, try to approach whatever aura that is. Okay. I would like a stealth check. Uh, before you do that, is anyone else trying to help Squash? I'm asleep. <laughs> I know. <laughs> thankfully, Rao's asleep and not suffering nosebleeds. Um, <laughs> but I know other folks here can give him bonuses and boons. He might need them. So that's why I'm asking. Uh, do I have anything that can help myself? Demi can set you on fire, but that's probably not what you're looking for. Demi wouldn't happen to... No, uh, move without trace is a druid spell. Yeah. Stranger, I think, too. Yeah. And monks. Shadow monks. She's not a shadow monk. Boo. I could... I could turn you invisible for about a minute, if that would help. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, unless the person has true sight, then it makes it a whole lot easier. I can much, much more focus. So on there's my a door feet. at the end of this little corridor with like um, a tapestry hanging over the front of it. You probably shouldn't be able to be seen if you're sneaking up there. And well, then being invisible is not going to do you much good, is it? I think Lafin, if you and I wait at this end, if he gets into trouble, we can make him invisible. Good plan. I like that idea. Yeah. Tag team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, shit. I don't have anything All that right. can help me. You have friends willing to turn you invisible. Um, so, I would like a stealth check, please. Yes. I'm going to click the button. That's a 26. All right. Let me see what this mystery person has in the form of listening. As you approach, you sound basically silent and even though you know this corridor isn't particularly well lit and even though you can see pretty well in the dark Laffian um, it is still quite difficult to track a squash Um, it is not the easiest as you arrive at the end of this short little corridor squash and you listen to the voices on the other side side, you quite easily detect three voices 
one of them sounds like an elderly male gnome and I don't know if you heard the debacle earlier with Zoltana and Aimer and the gnome. Mm -hmm. That's entirely up to you. You can probably figure who that is. You hear um, two other women as well. And I'll deal with that in a minute. You hear... You hear the male gnome and one of the women. They seem to be standing their ground. They are telling this person to go to hell. There's no way they were going to give up information about people that they barely even know. You do hear Common's voice on the other side. I fucking knew it. Uh. You hear her say, Now, now, now. Come on. I mean, you barely know them. You must know something about them. I mean, my friend Salt did say you knew Zoltana somehow. And you hear the other woman say, Well, yeah, of course. I mean, she killed my brother. Of course, I know a bit about her. It's not like I'm going to follow her around, though. She was in prison last time I checked, and now she's becoming a goddess. I'm not going to piss her off. And secondarily, I don't even know where she is, mate. And then you hear come in... Sorry, you hear this kind of metallic sound that goes through the air and you would know it very well as a spinning blade. You hear a cough and a sputter. And you hear someone fall to the ground. You hear the woman take in a sharp intake of breath. There was something you were going to do. Hmm? There was something you began to open your mouth as I was talking. So oh, was no, no, no. I was to... uh, breathing because... I assumed there was going to be a death, and I could have prevented it there. I was a um, sigh of disappointment in myself, really. Because as soon as I knew Coleman was in there, I knew somebody was going to die. I should have knocked open that stupid drawer, drawer, eh, stupid uh, curtain and just shot at Coleman. You, I will allow you to do that. Like, you hear that defiance from the other two. And I'm gonna say, yeah, like you could, if you want to, interrupt that move. Yeah, I, I think I should. I absolutely think I should. It, it was genuinely just I was listening and debating with myself. Like Athol was, like I need to stop this. I need to stop this. But I want to know the power of time. I do have power of time. <laughs> I'm a time wizard. <laughs> thing, reverse time. That was a bad idea, Rod. No, no regrets. <laughs> No <laughs> I have no time for regrets. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, as soon as Squash hears the um, sound of a blade like moving through the air, um, uh, Squash's more new defiant uh, assuredness. I don't know what to call this emotion. Ballsiness. Yeah, ballsiness. Uh, (laughs) Recklessness. Recklessness is a good one too. Yeah, I think Squash basically just like um, had, he had the crossbow ready in his hand, uh, of course, like scared for whatever it was. And just in a one swift motion, he puts the the, uh, crossbow like past the curtain pushing the curtain to the side with his hand and the crossbow and just shoots at Coleman. Uh, okay, I will say that you have the... Like, I know it doesn't exist. You have the surprise round, yeah. uh, clearly. Um, okay. 
You can you can take your shot. Can I take it at advantage? This comment did not notice me. Yes, that she has no idea you're there. All right. She didn't roll high enough in her perception. Her passive perception is just under what you rolled. All right. Uh, currently. That is a sneak attack with the crossbow. Uh, 31 to hit. That definitely hits. It's 48 magical piercing damage. I actually rolled really, really well. I need to know specific numbers and specific damages. Uh, so I can't just have it as a tag anymore. What do you mean? Do you need me to say three, six, So five, I need five, to know four, whether it's six. like... I need to know whether it's like magic or whether it's yeah. uh, cold damage or yeah. whether it's not, or like I need to or piercing damage. Like yeah. I need to know the specifics of damage for her. Yeah, I said forty-eight magical piercing damage mm-hmm. and five frost damage. I, I actually, I was, <laughs> I actually was uh, splitting it and have been splitting uh, the crossbow since you gave it to me because I, <laughs> uh-huh. I know this kind of shit is annoying as a DM to have to. Yeah, like, off. Often often it doesn't matter for most of them because most of them don't have resistances or it doesn't really matter, but it, it does at this level. Okay. Um, you shoot your shot. You see this thing go flying through the air and you hear and you see it impact on the side of Common's like, waist area. Um, and she turns and looks at you. And if you want to know what the answer is, hey, have your players ever surprised you? The end of this episode may be a good one to point to. Um, yeah, I did not expect that. Uh, so yeah, we get to deal with the aftermath of this decision next episode. And yeah, this was this was fun, if not a little bit like, oh, oh God, what am I going to do now? It's, it's going to be fine. Um, thank you all so much for listening to this episode. I want to say thank you to Adam Villanova and Jennifer Moody for becoming um, our patrons. We really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, you help us to buy backup equipment because some of us have maybe moved recently and need some new foam. So thank you so much for helping us um, support us to do those sort of things. I would love it if you could go listen to Counterbalance. Um, Counterbalance is another show under the Blighthouse Studio um, umbrella. And Kesir is the writer. They're also the uh, one of the stars and the voices. It does a lot of production work. Aethel is one of the main cast. I'm in the background there somewhere. Uh, it's really good. Um, please go listen to it and you'll find a link for that um, down below in the description. You're about to hear an ad for Becoming a Great GM, which is like a really nice little resource for how to basically up your game. There's loads of different topics that they cover, and I've been enjoying it of late, uh, taking little hints here and there. So, yeah, that's basically it. Thank you so much, and we will figure out what happens next episode. (laughs) Bye. Are you a DM? Do you run games for your friends? Maybe D&D, Cthulhu, Star Trek? Well, whatever the system, the way we've been taught to run games is just wrong. I've spent decades looking at how we as DMs are put under huge pressure to create amazing stories, to conjure up dramatic plots, and provide entertainment for our friends. It's nuts. Join me weekly as I explore a different way to plan and run your games, a way where you, as the DM, are exploring, discovering, and being surprised by your own game. How to Be a Great GM, a YouTube series and podcast, available everywhere or at www.greatgamemaster.com. Happy gaming. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story. Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. 
Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts.